social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to the John DePietro Show. Propane Plus. For heating and cooling, call Propane Plus today in Massachusetts, 508-252-3359. In Rhode Island, Propane Plus number 401 885-4209. It's the Johnson family. It's Propane Plus, the leading full-service provider of propane to Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass. Not only can they install your tank and schedule propane deliveries, but they can service your entire heating, cooling system, and install any propane or natural gas appliances. Locations in East Greenwich and also in Rehoboth. Remember, Propane Plus is energy for everyone. It's affordable, sustainable, equitable, Good for the environment, and also now it's renewable. Online at propaneplus.com, Propane Plus, heating and cooling. In Massachusetts, call the Rehoboth office, 508-252-3359, and in Rhode Island, 401-885-4209. You can depend on Propane Plus. You're listening to the John DePietro Show, folks. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, DePietro.com. It is Tuesday. Uh, folks, as you've been following, if you have been following, the situation overseas um, now seems to just be going from bad to worse. This is going to be uh, quite a situation going on with Russia, Ukraine. Now the White House is finally acknowledging. First, they were trying to say it was not an invasion. It certainly seems like an invasion. <clears throat> this is going to be a long road. The rest of the world is reacting. We can only hope that the reaction from the rest of the world could uh, maybe um, throw off the plans of Putin. But right now, it is uh, he is defiant. Troops have entered Ukraine. Uh, Germany is now halting their pipeline. And what you want to watch now, you know, we have oil in this country. So the price of gas doesn't have to go through the roof. We'll see exactly what the president is going to do about it, meaning President Biden, but doesn't have to go completely through the roof. But without question, listen, this is a major development. You have someone, um, when, you, when you're talking about 190,000 troops uh, s- surrounding Ukraine, it's, it, it would be the largest land invasion since the end of uh, World War II. It's also interesting, there's... There's now a lot of talk of, you know, with the fall of the Soviet Union, the end of the Cold War, um, it, it, it's, it certainly, um, you know, it wasn't handled well. The West did not handle Russia well. And in many ways, it almost seems to have been able to fuel Putin and so many uh, Russians that, that don't like the way that they feel that Russia was treated at the end of the cold war but right now western leaders ready sanctions putin orders forces to ukraine so now you know right now it's all just a little bit of a standoff they're definitely moving into position so two european officials have said russian forces have entered ukraine uh situation on the ground is unclear and of course it's going to be somewhat unclear so this is this is going to be a long develop this is not going to be settled immediately um he you know where's he going i mean this folks this is gonna drag on for quite some time that the thing to watch is just how much this is going to you know impact impact world markets impact prices of things in many ways you know this 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 is a white house that if anything they're basically uh not handling the economy well not handling inflation well country is still a mess with the pandemic and now this I would argue that this is, um, in many ways, the last distraction they need, but that's probably why Putin's going in. Now, at the same time, Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee has made it official. He has now kicked off his uh, campaign. A lot of people don't realize he has not been elected governor. He's just filling out the term of Rhode Island Governor Gina Raimondo. So today is his day, and he's going to be doing all different kind of events and out there, and he's kicking off his announcement um, Listen, he is he took over last March, so it's going to be coming up. He's he's had the the big chair, the big office for eleven months now, and now he gets a a chance to run on some type of record. I think it, you know, there's um, at times he started off very positive, things were opening up, and then starting last August and in the fall, 
uh, Governor McKee ran into some self-imposed, um, um, self-inflicted wounds, I should say. And, uh, you know, that still continues. And there's still, there's so much money floating around. And this is not a, a governor that's had to deal with budget shortfall. I, I also want to just remind people, at no point, even though they had a $600 million surplus, over $600 million actually, and they had over $1.1 billion of COVID money. So basically almost close to $2 billion. And at no point does he call for tax cuts. So he feels he has turn things around and he's poised now and now he is officially i don't know understand the people saying maybe he's not running he he couldn't announce he wanted to announce after the mask mandate is over he did announce a short time ago and of course now now there is no mask mandate so they wanted to wait till that was over and he wanted things to calm down i i don't understand some of these people saying maybe he's not running no of course he's running Uh, he's absolutely running he just wanted to wait for the right time. He couldn't, I'm not saying he couldn't have, he didn't want to announce in January when if they were inside and because of weather, you you know, you can't plan on being outside even though tomorrow's going to be nice. But he wanted to make sure that they didn't have the mask mandate in place. And now as COVID is now, thank God, this latest uh, variant is, is going down and it would seem we could start to get back to normal. Um, you know, he's still not governing during normal times um and and i i you know it's it's going to be a test of who else is out there so the field is complete um there is still now as we speak still no republican candidate for governor and that's never happened before so i don't know exactly what went on with that somebody either the party or the individuals but right now there is no republican running for secretary of state and governor and there's definitely a window of opportunity for both so, folks, we're going to bring the latest on Ukraine. And then, though, obviously, you know, this is big. The uh, race is now set now with those that are running for governor. It's all ahead right here on the John DePietro Show. If you're ever in an accident, pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body today, 401-272-3340. Were you in an auto accident? Someone damaged your vehicle? Folks, it can happen, whether it's people not paying attention, a drunk driver, people texting and driving if you're ever in an accident pick up the phone call west fountain auto body 401-272-3340 they're located 400 west fountain street in providence remember with west fountain auto body they're going to work for you not the insurance company call them today if you were in an accident drunk driver someone texting and driving minor fender banner even a nearly totaled vehicle call west fountain auto body today 401 401- 272-3340. They'll handle everything for you, the original, the best, and if you're in an accident and a tow truck pulls up, tell them, bring that car over to West Fountain Auto Body. 401-272-3340. 401-272-3340. West Fountain Auto Body, located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. They'll work for you, not the insurance company. If you're in an accident, Call West Fountain today. Get it repaired. 401-272-3340. To the John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at 11 and we go until 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, DePietro.com. Joining me right now is one of my siblings. She is an independent columnist, opinion maker. It is Donna Perry. And uh, DJ, this is really remarkable uh, what is happening as we're having this conversation. Um, well... Vladimir Putin is certainly, uh, it certainly seems that he has a plan of what he wants to do. Um, still watching how this is going to develop. I, yep. I would just, you know, I, I'm not convinced this whole business of of the Biden administration, you know, keep threatening sanctions. It uh, <laughs> It's a very large country. They're talking about uncovering, you know, a death list and they're going to detain people in camps. Yeah. And I, I, I just, you know, now what? They start to invade and what? You're going to do sanctions? Um, th- this is what we are witnessing right now is not only it's, uh, it's history, but it's, it's frightening how much this goes back to, you know, what, what the world saw in the 30s and then into the 40s. Yeah. And, and good to be with you, J.D. You're right. I mean, I think we are in now um, what will be... <laughs> 
for the worse, uh, kind of a historic uh, time frame here um, as we round out the month of February. I mean, I think by all accounts, not only has Putin, you know, really begun the military move, and I think a lot of things that um, happened in recent days, he he was already beginning it. Um, and and you're right. I think the U.S. the Biden administration's um, strategy not only did the eleventh hour sort of feverish diplomacy, by all accounts, has not been successful. I guess as an understatement, but. You know, J.D., to your point of the sanctions, that seems to be kind of the central thing that that people who really know, you know, how the State Department works and all that have really centered on and said was, you know, you hate to say again, but have they done some sort of a colossal miscalculation here, John? Like, you know, this idea of we will, um, boy, we'll let him know if he goes in, it's I, I mean, I think, you know, there was it's not like it takes one day to amass the amount of what are the over 100,000 troops and all his uh, right? 190,000. Right. right. That was 200,000. So number one, that didn't happen in one day. He's been no. this has been building for, yeah. you know, on and off for months. So yep. I do think that um, and again, it, this is our country and our president. So I, you know, you want to wish them well at the world stage of something where the stakes are so high, of course. But right. I'm just saying, you know, when we look at their track record, have is this a colossal, as I say, miscalculation, or yeah. or worse than that, John? Is that they privately have, you know projected what the consequences will be and and it's not throwing him off it's not frightening putin um and i think he you know it appears you know it appears to say that he's clearly not afraid of the u.s at this point isn't certainly no one in europe right you know so i think that it's it's really uh as you say this is an extraordinary moment that who would ever think that here we are in 2022 that we're talking about maybe a new land war in Europe, I mean, of all things. Um, so it's, it's it's World War Two. Yeah. Um, you know, Donna Perry, there's been some good reporting of I, I agree with you on echo. And it's an excellent point about our intelligence. But, you know, the warning signs have been there. Yeah. And if we're to believe some of the reporting, you know, he he. He saw all he needed to see with our pullout of Afghanistan and all this talk of Biden. You know, we won't have American troops fighting on the ground in Ukraine. But boy, you know, they're they're talking that this things could get very ugly and a catastrophe, a human disaster and refugees and people literally being slaughtered. Is the United States going to just sit on the sidelines and say we're issuing sanctions? Right. It seems as if the world will call for, you know, something's got to be done. There was a very good piece in the Washington Post that talked about, you know, this is someone, this is history's on the line. He's 69 years old. He's been in power for 22 years. He feels this is his moment, and he's either going to take back the land that he feels was wrongly taken from the Soviet Union, Russia, or he's going to go down in history that he tried. But either way... That is it's a tone deaf approach to think that that's going to scare him away from, you know, moving ahead with his plan just by the vice president over there wearing a mask talking about. <laughs> right. God well, almighty. well, that, that's that's another point. And other people have said not only was she not effective in the Munich conference. Um, I think there's a point, John, you and I have talked about this. Well, why, why not put the president on a plane? Why, why couldn't he have been over there? Well, you know, you and I have talked about this, yep. but in Donna Perry, I want to give you credit that you had said, you know, these zoom calls, but let's face it, if you're not Putin effective, you're uh, not yep. effective, but at the same, there's a huge difference sitting across the table with someone or coming in and let's face it. I, I think we're both, I, I don't know how much physically, the president of the United States would be up for, you know, going overseas and sitting down and who knows how this gets delayed and he's out of his element and he's rather frail and sending her certainly did not, uh, that didn't seem to cease anything. No. And, and again, she's awkward in those big moments. I mean, the one soundbite they seem to play a lot to me was awkward um, at best. And again, I think the mask it's ineffective, take it off 
Um, you're the vice president of the United States. I mean, people all over the place are taking it off. So number one is that. And I think the only thing I would say, if they could get him on the plane, I don't know if they worry that he can't tolerate like an eight hour flight or something. Yeah. But John, I'm sorry. He, they wanted him in. He's the president. He needs to do this at this moment. You know, Macron has sat across from Putin as recently in recent weeks. You know, the, it's different to see the president of France. But if you do have the U.S. president and he's got his, you know, eight big State Department and the military brass, which is traditionally you would see the Bushes do that. They bring the military guys at the table in the big conference room. Yep. I do think that makes a difference. You know, if mm. Biden is sitting there and the Joint Chiefs, you know, chairman of the Joint Chiefs is next to him and saying, here are words, you're not doing this. You know, they do. I, I don't think the U.S. has, you know, no more fleet left and everything else. So I don't know. Like, I, I just think the Zoom calls or he's going to make a, a feeble phone call. It's not getting the job done by anyone's estimation. You know, you can not like Biden. You can like Biden. But there's no spinning this, J.D. They have really, you know, now, whether they like it or not, a lot of their language is interesting, too, you know, and they're constantly almost trying to say with our partners, with our NATO partners, almost as if the U.S., you know, they almost like don't want to be like at the front of the line, <laughs> like leading it. But the U.S. has to be at the front of the line um, leading it. So this is a very perilous moment. No, no question. And we don't know where this is really going. Um, and, you know, like how deep is Putin taking taking this? Like, is it like they say, is he trying to grab those breakaway regions, which there's been a lot of discussion about that in recent days? Is he willing to just flood the zone and go like across that country, which is I mean, vast? We're talking about yeah. not only an invasion, but then a full occupation. Yeah. And, you know, it could probably take the capital in two days. I don't know how much resistance is going to be there, but. You know, and again, it's it's something that let's be honest, you know, you go back to that Afghanistan pullout. That was yep. that was a, a real turning point. Um, the United States, we looked terrible there. Uh, Biden was was not up to the task. And then he still can't get it straight of, you know, he wasn't given certain information and internal. And, you know, the whole world saw how he left even Americans behind and the way we exited. It was if you're Putin and you're watching this, yeah, you're not going to get a better moment than this. Um, and 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 it's also interesting, Donna Perry. You know, they're talking about he's going to send in peacekeeping missions. I mean, this is someone who is the. Is there anyone better at the propaganda than, than <laughs> Russia and the KGB? I mean, peacekeeping missions. He's telling the Russian people that they're going in to stop because there's genocide going on in Ukraine being committed by the Ukraine people. It is a full-fledged, you know, disinformation campaign. It's propaganda. It's that speech that he gave is just nonstop complaints. It was also interesting that the the president of uh, Finland did an interview yesterday with Dana Bash that I thought, now they share 800 miles of border with Russia. He's known as the whisperer. (laughs) <laughs> but he said that, you know, the, the element of the pandemic has also not been good because Putin's been kind of like everyone else, secluded away from everyone and just stewing over what he feels is Russia under attack and and Ukraine is becoming good more, point. more like the right. West. And um, I just think, you know, you have been saying that the, the team we have on the field right now, Biden, Harris and Anthony Blinken, they are. This is not the dream team by any stretch. No, and and not at all, John. And again, you know, I, I just when you watch the Secretary of State and and the National Security Advisor, who's a very junior-looking guy, and that does nothing yes. against him. Um, and he was a Hillary Clinton guy, Jake Sullivan. They're, they're kind of. I said this earlier last summer with Afghanistan. They're, they're kind of like technocrats. Like the yes. guy, he he's very technical, and he's like. You know, he's the kind of guy, John, he's like the consultant. He, he's probably great in a corporation, but that's not the task at hand when you've got this kind of stuff. And, 
you know, th- this is like you've got to be wily. And, and as you've pointed out, a guy like Putin, the KGB basically invented the idea of misinformation yes. to, co- to cause trouble. I mean, they did. I mean, that's they were known for that. That's a lot of what the, the Cold War was. Um, and, and we know that. And so it was always this kind of game of like who and who and who and, you know, and, and it was always like this circular game. He's a master at it. And one other thing I would say that you said, like early on with Biden, I, I think he's trying to appeal to the American public and it's a miscalculation. And he like you say, he said, um, oh, but no American troops will go in. I don't know that you should say that. I, you know, I don't think you why take that off the table. Right. Why, why take anything off the table? Off that, the, right. Oh, it's, my God. When you think bad. back again, Bush and even and, and you got to say a, a Trump. They used to push him on different in different scenarios. And he would always say, I take nothing off the table because he wanted them worried. He wanted yes. them guessing um, whatever the scenario. And uh, he would say, I don't know. I don't know if I need them. We'll see. You know what I mean? And like, so mm-hmm. I think that even could have further sort of uh, cemented Putin's determination. And, mm-hmm. you know, I also think last point on that politically it's so risky because what if there's a point that we do need to assist even a nato force yes so now he's caught in saying but you said and now he's saying well we need eight thousand troops you know and that could very well happen so um it's a very perilous moment for them for us really you know um folks quick break a lot more donna perry right here on the john DePietro show a problem with your heating system call re coogan heating today 401-732-6562 24 emergency service gas boiler oil burner coogan heating 401-732-6562 they're helpful trustworthy reliable explore their services look for them on facebook and the website is recooganheating.com residential services as coogie says let us into your home don't fix it alone. Plumbing, heating, and cooling from winter to summer. Trained technicians provide 100% service, one customer at a time. From service calls, maintenance agreements, installation, RE Coogan Heating. Proud to help residential customers, and they pride themselves making customer service and satisfaction a top priority. Call them today. Now it's cold. It's going to remain cold. Call Coogan Heating today, 401 401- Seven three two sixty five sixty two. It's Coogie. It's twenty four hour emergency service. Hey, not long ago, our hot water tank gave out. What did I do? Did I panic? Did I try to fix it? I called Coogan Heating four zero one seven three two sixty five sixty two. Look for them on Facebook, and then the website is recooganheating.com. To check out our website, depetro.com petro.com which is sponsored by and brought to you by the Senadale revival comfort food and cocktails located 2025 smith street in north providence shane and his crew what a wonderful job they've done winner of several rhode island best of awards best of rhode island awards the Senadale revival delicious food cocktails a lot of fun stop it and see them 2025 smith street in north providence we're speaking with Donna Perry. DJ, I just want to stay with, you know, when you have someone, and, and again, I want to give great reporting. The Washington Post got a copy of this kill list that, you know, Russia has, and they're going to yeah. go after yeah. Ukrainian sympathizers, and, and they're talking about putting some killed, others put in camps, and they're going to put them in camps in Russia. Um, let's, mm-hmm. let's, you know, let's be objective. We are a divided nation. The president has, this is like a President Carter. He is very low approval ratings. People do not have confidence in him. And we have become this country, you know, that we've been consumed by the wokeism and, you know, pronouns and, and, and everything. Like to me, Kamala Harris is exactly the type of individual that Putin was waiting for, you know, just really no substance, uh, everything just, unable to certainly command the room she seemed way out of relevant over there um she is not communicating effectively with u.s intelligence that said she's just there to she again they said was famously unprepared for the meeting um 
this is uh, th- this is a tough moment. And again, I want to go back to some good reporting that that talked about, you know, this has been for years now that, you know, the Soviet Union was defeated and then Putin's trying to raise Russia back up. And he feels that that they're not respected in the world and the Americans can do whatever they want with this unchecked power. And it he's just been waiting for his moment. And it it certainly seems that he has found his moment. And let's let's be honest, Donna Perry, that I don't think the French president scares off Putin very, very, not very at much all. at all. Well, the, see, that's there's that issue. Uh, he's not afraid of Biden. And, and some others have pointed out that when he went into the Crimean Peninsula, that was um, during Obama's administration. Well, John, like and Biden was the VP then. So, you know, he he was used to dealing with Biden. And then a lot of people have said he they didn't really stop that. And and the way the reaction from the U.S. then was. And that's another thing about his knowledge of how Biden does and doesn't operate, you know, like because Biden was in the Obama White House and the Crimean thing happened in whatever that was, 2013 or so or 14. And then, you know, and so I think, like you say, and they he bides his time. Um, and let's be honest. Okay. Then you had like a guy that barrels around like Trump came in and he did not make a move. (laughs) Isn't that interesting? So now we have back to maybe the way he views it as this very conventional, maybe sort of old line kind of Democrat administration. Um, Mm. and he, and he just felt like these guys are not you know, I can, uh, they're not going to do anything because they, they just aren't. And, you know, so now we have now, and this is, um, it's a perilous moment when you talked about the French also there's, you know, the Germans are rather compromised and there's a lot of reporting is because of the gas that they depend on getting from Russia. Same thing with Italy. Yeah. Yeah. See, this is also John kind of been under reported understood it seems by yeah. some of the press this isn't there's an energy story here yeah. um and by the way you know europe is not ready for all electric no. energy oh <laughs> see there's another thing so right. you know you, you this whole idea that you know we're all ready to say goodbye to fossil fuels and these oil pipelines not at all and and so he's got that P- putin has that in his arsenal and so you're seeing this kind of lukewarm, I think, reaction from the Germans of how committed are they to stand like shoulder to shoulder with NATO and the U.S. to stop this or they mm. they want a resolution. So, you yes. know, you got to say who's really holding and running the card game. That's you would right. have to say it's Putin. <laughs> I mean, And Donna Perry, as we are, um, you know, the State of the Union is now coming up. It's interesting You and I have talked about that. You made excellent points. But right now we're hearing uh, that 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 Biden, they're talking about a small chamber and they're still going to have people in mass. But now don't look, you know, don't look now. But now they're talking about convoy coming in. They're putting the fencing back up around the Capitol. I Um, I mean, this is as much as it's been a disaster. This is going off the rails for the presidency. What could play out over the next 30 days? Well, right. Like, and like you say, whether you, you know, people, however they politically feel, there is no way you could spin that, you know, in this Russia mess and threat, there's no way that, you know, you didn't think things could get worse with inflation and everything else. And now this, and now you have really what, what has turned into like the truck convoys are all about, I think it's a metaphor for the public, just a full pushback against all the COVID restrictions. Yeah. Um, you have the arrogant Justin Trudeau in Canada. He didn't mm. want to meet with them. He doesn't no. want to act on that. So, and he's, you know, doing what I would call authoritarian moves um, to combat them. But if you're going to have the State of the Union speech, and he thinks they're just going to have a status quo speech, um, if 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 I was his team, John, they need to do something that looks positive. Mm. <laughs> And I just think they're at a point where they need to give a bold, optimistic speech and not just a a speech. I mean, I think, like you say, they need to sound and look like they feel COVID is gone in the rearview mirror. I think you should have a full chamber. I think it should be mask optional, you know, and and if you projected that, that 
might get him a couple of polling points Ooh. up. I don't know. But, but I Donna, guess, yeah. Donna Perry, especially, you know, when I want to come back to, you know, Putin, who's all about, you know, the optics. He's got the long yeah. table, you know, right? There's his yes. cabinet at one end and he's at the other. And the same thing, the French president. How is it possible, knowing that type of character and individual that he is, who's all about optics and, the you know, the big tough guy, which he is, and a gangster and, yeah, you, know, you go back to he he took Kraft's Super Bowl ring. Hey, I like that. As That's he tried it on right. and then walked away to... with it. But how on earth did we have the vice president giving a speech over there and she's got the mask on? Like you, you, you're vaccinated. Everyone here is tested. Um, optics matter in a situation like that. Yep. Who on earth made the decision to still have her deliver and be speaking to the press with that mask on? This is where to me. They they are just they the listen our our president they are they are just tone deaf because I would like to think in the past and you worked in Washington yeah someone would say listen we need to convey strength we need to convey unity and you're not doing that when you're standing there with a mask on well that's it John and and yeah. again even for political reasons if if he has a chief of staff and people who really care about. I mean, I'll just say it is political survival, even for one more year. I mean, really, someone has to say, you tell Fauci, you Mm. go over back in your office. That's right. And and if if you were his team, you would say, we are projecting, we are putting this thing in the rearview mirror. John, many of the uh, health advisors, Dr. Ja, people highly regarded, are all saying it's reached an endemic point, by the way. That's right. Um, that means something. That actually yes. means something important. It means it's no longer pandemic emergency. If I was his team, that would be in the first minute out of that speech. Because, like, mm-hmm. it's it's bad enough with Russia. So, I mean, I just think they need to look and sound actually where the American public is. And to your yes. point, why can't the vice president have – she's the vice president of the United States. I mean, why can't she go over there and say, we feel very confident, I would like – to be, speak and be tele, and I want anyone, you know, on the TV cameras, I want to be speaking without a mask on. Yes. You know, she they could have demanded it. Of course they, of course they could. She's, Good you know, the VP. find a photo of Putin with a mask on. He oh, was at the right. opening ceremony alone in his box in, in China. He doesn't have a mask on. He's sitting there meeting. I, I mean, you, you're talking yeah. about someone who is, you know, very, very calculating and, and devious. And Donna Perry, you go back to I mean, what what Reagan was able to pull off and you think who his vice president with was, which was George Bush, who had run the CIA. Yeah. um, And then carrying through into the early part of the 90s and what was accomplished. But, you know, you go back to that, that uh, that President Obama referred to them as a regional power. And that certainly, you know, got Putin motivated to get the military going again. And then, you know, they're, they're the ultimate, you know, give them an inch, they'll take a yard. And, and they're sensing right now that that we have a weakened president and that I can't say enough that Afghanistan pullout boy can you imagine the reaction in the Kremlin after that happened well I, I think John that yeah. you you've just hit it like I think that had that was ram- a big turning point it, it, it really that had was. ramifications around yeah. the world they've they've ducked those questions obviously there was plenty written about it. Um, and this may be one of the biggest things we're seeing as a result of that is is this complete uh, Putin has no fear. It seems he has no hesitation as far as the U.S. is concerned. And again, they already to me, it's like in a card game. They showed their hand and he repeatedly is saying, no, no U.S. troops. Um, and I you know, you could say in the beginning, does the American public with all they're dealing with right now at home? Okay, do people wake up every day and think about, you know, Ukraine? Well, no, of course not. But I do think that the long-term, you know, impact, and again, it could really hurt them if there's high, high, and you're already seeing this in the markets, if you're going to have very high, more spiked uh, prices for gas yes. and oil, and, and you're going to, oh, you know, if it's, at, is tumbling. if it's at the gas pump in the U.S., the American public is going to feel it. It That's makes right. them more angry. They will yep. blame Biden and his White House. Of course. Um, but in terms of just COVID in that speech, like I say, I, I just think 
they need to get where all the polls show the majority of the public is now about agreeing with these governors and mayors uh, from, you know, Rhode Island, Mass, and all around the region that are dropping the restrictions, get the masks off children, get them out of schools. There, mm-hmm. I believe in Boston, they, they did drop the vaccinate, proof of vaccination stuff. That was very short-lived with yeah. Mayor Wu. And then I think that, you know, she's feeling pressure to get the city seeming, feeling, looking much more back to normal. Yeah. Um, and so, but like, it's almost like, yeah, but who, who didn't get the memo? Oh, the right. CDC, yeah. <laughs> they're behind the curve and they're not saying it. And I just think that almost makes Biden and his white house, like John, we've said, why are they, every time he's speaking, he's in a mask and then ridiculous. they run yeah. away. And I think it hurts them with the optics. It looks, it does, you know, yeah. it just does quick break folks. A lot more Donna Perry right here on the John DePietro show. Make Henry Oil your oil provider this winter. Give them a call today. Call Henry Oil, 401-521-0200, 401-521-0200. Henry Oil, serving most of Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass, automatic delivery, budget plans, service contracts, lock and cap pricing. You can depend on Henry Oil. Call them today, 401-521-0200. Reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery, fuel fuel oil, diesel, gasoline delivery, residential and commercial, it's Henry Oil. Give them a call. Since 1947, you can depend on Henry Oil. Call them today. Make Henry Oil your oil provider. 401-521-0200, 401-521-0200. Remember, online at henryoil.com. Go with the original, go with the best. It's Henry Oil. We're speaking with Donna Perry, independent columnist and opinion maker. DJ, how much panic do you think is happening right now with the Democrat Party? Frank Lutz was on this week. Uh, Stephanopoulos was off. Martha Raddatz was on. I think he's a good pollster. He's predicting, I mean, this could be cataclysmic with the Republican Party, the red wave. He's predicting both House and Senate. We're now up to 30 Democrats not running for re-election. Right now in late February, and, and the primaries are, are earlier, Rhode Island's a late primary, right. but right now, what kind of panic do you think is going on inside the Democrat Party? Well, I think the, the, old, you know, the people who really know, John, it's a full panic. I yeah. mean, they, they, it's almost like they know, like you say, I mean, the House, the Senate, um, and, and that's really to see a sitting president that they flip the White House they get him in, and if they're going to lose Congress like that, um, and and it is there is an indication when you see, um, I forget how long it's been since you, and I don't even know when it's been when you like you say when you've seen thirty House members, um, you know, saying yeah, I'm not running, I'm not going to run to you know, uh, to seek reelection. So it's pretty extraordinary, and I just think that in none of what we've been talking about whether it's that they are tone deaf toward, you know, really saying to the country, and he's yet to say that, that we've turned the corner on COVID fully. And, you know, we're not going backwards at all. Um, And then now you have the whole Russia mess. I don't see nothing, none of this helps them. Um, Mm. And, and you're right. Like, I just think that the, the democratic pollsters and the uh, seasoned advisors have to know that it's just going to be a disaster. Yeah. Um, and, and people like, you know, Nancy Pelosi's running for re-election, but what is she supposed to do? Think of the alarm bells that would send off. I've heard that this could be the final term for Congressman Cicilline. Donna Perry, you worked on the Hill. Yeah. Um, what What is it like? I don't think people fully get, if you're not the party in power and you're just a rep that's going back and forth from your district to D.C., it's... It's just not very enjoyable. You're dealing with a lot of constituent complaints. People are angry. And then you're not even on any of the good committee assignments. Well, that's what happens, you know. um, And I was there when uh, Bush uh, 41 transitioned to Clinton. um, And and it just it's like the whole town changes in overnight, you know. And like you say, and then it's just like the other team comes in. 
And yeah. then you're just not, um, you're not in the driver's seat and, and the, mm. the seasoned people like they know, then, then it's no fun. No. You really, the committee chairmanships really matter still right. in Congress. Yes. Um, it matters unbelievably. So, yep. um, I, I just think that, you know, that they are sensing that this could really be a tidal wave. And, and I think that the, the issues that have taken center stage, they didn't see coming. Um, you know, parents of school kids have not really been for many elections kind of, you know, the main constituency that you worried about, you know, I mean, and that's, but that's what COVID did and that's that's what the masking did and that's what all this other stuff did. So I think it, a lot of it comes back to, we're now seeing the full impact of how the pandemic really jolted the country, John. And it, you know, not to mention, we've all talked about, you've had a great displacement of the workforce. Um, And that's very frustrating, whether you are um, in the health sector or schools and education, great displacement of the workforce. Um, And you see it just everywhere and in retail and, you know, hospitality, et cetera. So I mean, I just think all of that adds up to Brothers Disposal. Call Brothers Disposal today. Get a purple dumpster for your driveway. How do you know it's Brothers Disposal? Because it's a purple dumpster. Look for them on Facebook and give them a call for an estimate. 401-688-0517. Get a dumpster in your driveway. Maybe you're cleaning out your basement your garage, unwanted belongings. Maybe you just have some things in boxes that you've never taken out. Clean it out with Brothers Disposal. They're also now offering weekly trash collection services. Call Brother Roland today at Brothers Disposal, 401-688-0517. Whether it's a small household construction project or you just need a dumpster to get rid of some unwanted belongings, call Brothers Disposal today. Come on, brother. Call Brothers Disposal, 401 401- Six eight eight zero five one seven. Look for them on Facebook. Brothers Disposal. Get a dumpster in your driveway. Four zero one six eight eight zero five one seven. Folks, again, we're speaking with uh, independent columnist opinion maker Donna Perry, and DJ. Just one more thing about people not running for reelection. I want to point out, and I really saw it, um, and I've heard from some people, kind of off the record, but since these you know the aocs the progressives that real far left the bernie sanders wing have come in when president trump got into office in 17 all democrats deal with specifically senators now that these activists and the progressives and every single week i think it was on a tuesday they would show up at their rhode island office and they would give their demands of uh, we yep. want, you know, Senator Rita Whitehouse and block this person and block that person. And, you know, it the way it was told to me was they have really what a lot of Democrats. One of the reasons they're not running for election is they th- there's one thing about dealing with constituent yeah. service. Right. But right. they just don't want to have to deal with it again of all these demands from these activist groups that start saying, like, you have to do this and you have to do that and you have to block this nomination and you have to stop this bill. That's and a great point. Yes. And want to go through it again. It's well, completely unenjoyable. That that's a great point. And John, that's also is what is particularly been hard for those centrist Democrats because they, you know, these are the progressive activists. They're very aggressive. Um, and you know, they, that some of these um, office holders, they're worn down by this, they as are. you say. And, and, yeah. you know, and that's, but again, this is the monster that was created, you know, and, right. and a lot of I'll just leave it at that. But a lot of the other um, observers have said that Biden's team, they they were uh, sort of pandering to the progressives too much in the beginning. Um, yep. And, you know, and, and I mean, the progressives, uh, the AOC wing and saying, gee, are you you know, are you happy if we're going to do this and that? And I think there comes a point where the others have felt like, well, OK, we're, we're centrist and, you know, I guess we're not. Um, that important and you're not understanding that our views more match where the public is that that's the Ooh. problem with with them you know sort of catering to the progressive side but donna perry i am curious your thought on apparently each day uh you know because of the mandates a lot of these protesters go to the home of um boston mayor new mayor michelle Wu, and mm-hmm. they they have to wait till seven o'clock at seven o'clock boom they start blaring a horn Shortly leaves their house after that, um, around seven twenty or seven thirty, and then you know they were also going to um, 
the home of of Governor Baker in Swampscott at one point, even yep. to the point where there was even a piece on the Globe that, gee, maybe they should have a mayor's mansion and a, a governor's mansion just so they're not in a neighborhood because these protesters going. I'm curious your thought on is that game or is it should should a lot of these protests just be restricted to uh, you know Beacon Hill or City Hall for that matter? You know, I I think that you don't have a right to harass outside the private home yeah. of an office holder like that. I really mean that. We were, you know, yep. I just, I don't know that you have the right to do that. That That's not the same. You know, someone is serving as the mayor. I think she, they deserve police protection. Um, yep. I mean, we're in a very high pitched time, obviously. You don't know what, and some of the activists are like nuts and and no other way to say it, John, and you don't know what their, you know, intention is. So, um, and then someone actually misinterpreted that some other woman was Michelle Wu. And there was this whole other weird incident about that. That's right. So, um, no, I, I think that you do, you are entitled to some protection. She has a very public schedule. These people are publicly out all the time. Yes. You can yep. go protest in front of a news conference. You can, right. I don't think you have the right to like harass her, like coming out of her, you know, driveway. I don't. Yeah. Every so, single morning. Yeah. I am. Um, I want to leave you with this though. I just think we, we are at a very perilous time as far as, you know, people are angry. The mood in the country is very sour. It's actually the mood in the world. Yes. Are, you know, and you've you've talked about it. I mean, the lockdowns in hindsight, they, they're just terrible. People don't like this, you know, the, the vaccine mandates, the mask mandates. It's um, people are, are not themselves. And I I just wonder where this is going, because if we start to get to, you know, seven dollars of gas when and now the problems with Russia and who knows that China may not sit on the sidelines as they're eyeing Taiwan. Right. right. I know some people don't recognize or they just, you know, they're isolationists. Why should we care about that? And who cares about Ukraine? And someone I interviewed said, I don't think 99% of the people in America are going to identify. Well, they, they do identify what their 401k is. And yes. they do identify if Putin does a cyber attack on Poland's entire infrastructure and starts to really wreak havoc, havoc in Europe. Um, I, I just, I, I think this is a, a dangerous time because let's face it, we... We don't have a president at the top of his game. And I'm just, I, I don't know where this is all leading. It's, it is a lot of uncertainty right now. Right. And, and to, it was something you just said that I, I find very worrisome um, is I also think America's own internal infrastructure, uh, our electrical grid, you know, like this has been talked about for years that it's, it's yep. kind of aging. It's old. It has, look, we all use electricity because of the computers and the internet john like in the phones all of this stuff has to get generated somehow people lose sight of that it isn't like a magical toy you walk around and know you have this thing in your hand so i i worry about that in a whole separate way that how you know vulnerable is the u.s and i think there's been way too much in the political realm you know this have these almost like these ridiculous arguments about so many other things and pronouns and right. gender wars and right. everybody's so now, offended. And, you know, you had, there was an activist group. They were outside the Rhode Island state house three weeks ago, dem- a progressive now <laughs> demanding diplomacy, demanding, we are demanding <laughs> diplomacy. Well, you know, that really doesn't work. Right. Someone like Putin who's about to move in 190,000 troops, the, the progressives and the way they've taken over discussion, What's acceptable? What's not acceptable? You know, uh, you know, Black Lives Matter, George Floyd, the whole I, we're about to find out just what Putin when you're dealing with a real madman and the way, you know, comparing Trump to Hitler and all this other stuff, you, you're about to see and the world's about to see what I, I just think it's it's going to put people back to reality of what it's truly like when you have a yeah. dangerous dictator who's who's very intent on just moving ahead with their agenda. Right. And, you know, yeah. we hit John, a lot of 20 somethings, you know, that that's why they're in their twenties. Okay. They that's haven't right. really been around for two decades. They don't really know. They don't have the perspective people our age have. 
Uh, and, you know, the world is out there. And in, in most the rest of the world, they don't think or operate like Americans no. um, in terms of uh, freedoms. Um, so, you know, it, it's, it's a very perilous time. And I do yeah. think some of these young activists, you know. And we, we have a sibling who will leave it at this that travels as, you know, over to Asia and talks about those yep. are not problems that those people worry about. And, and when you think of, yep. you know, think how much they've tossed around, we need to save democracy, defend democracy. People are about to see what happens with Ukraine. That is an example of trying to save democracy yes. and defend democracy, not a bunch of trespassers. That went to the Capitol on uh, January 6th. Folks, right. she is independent uh, columnist, opinion maker, Donna Perry. DJ, great job as always, and we will talk to you again. Great to be with you. Well, health continues to be an important part of our daily lives. That's why you need to stop in and see the queen of health. It's Maria. It's my health because it's your health. But it's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Look for her on Facebook. You can also call her at 401 401- 305-3585. You know where she is, right in that very majestic old white church diagonally across from Davidport Restaurant. It's my health. And inside, pop in, you'll see vitamins, herbal remedies from trusted companies who understand quality, integrity, local products like Isae, honey, maple syrup, beef fresh gum. It's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Wait till you see the selection over 250 bulk herbs, teas, spices purchased by the ounce, plus boxed herbs and teas, plus hemp and CBD products. Stop in natural skincare products, hair care products. It's my health because it's your health. Stop it and see Marie, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You're listening to The John DePietro Show on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. Now, while you're there, uh, there's a lot of exclusive stories. Folks, we cover stories the rest of the media ignores. It's real news, whether it's video that we're out at a crime or a protest or various things that are happening, plus other exclusive stories that we break log on at the website that's also the best way to reach me by the way if you'd like to get in touch with me just scroll down a little bit you'll see a a button that says contact john you can also support the program you you can also get some great merchandise in the shop right there at dipetro.com and it's all our links to social media whether it's facebook so you can watch facebook live or also twitter or youtube or instagram so take a minute, and then also we have some great sponsors there as well. It is a happening. Check it each day. It's DePetro.com. The John DePetro Show brought to you by Realtor Pat Elston. Call Pat today, 401-474-5253. There's a link right directly to her on the website, DePetro.com. Caldwell Banker Realty, based in Cumberland, 20 years experience, licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Pat services all of Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass. Contact Pat Elston today, 401-474-5253, and you can find her right on the website, dipetro.com. ...into Brood Awakenings and discover the Brood difference. Two locations in Johnston, also in Cranston, Pontiac Avenue, and then also Bald Hill Road in Warwick. Brood Awakenings, they're local, fresh ingredients, cozy environment, Great comfortable chairs, delicious breakfast sandwiches, lunch, great drinks and coffee, and plenty of room to spread out and meet people. I'll see you, and you'll discover the brood difference at Brood Awakenings.